0: We're live. Live. On the podcast. Going live on Facebook now. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Just kidding. What's going on? Not New Year's. We were just uh Nope. Informing the podcast people that we were coming on in three, two, one. And here we we are. are. Oh, oh, Tucker barking. If you can hear him. Tucker. We are the real football fans of New Jersey. You probably know us by now. I would hope so. I would hope so too. It's episode 84. So please. If you're if you're just joining us now, I'm a little disappointed. But listen, you can go back and watch all the episodes, oh right? God. Binge Thank us, binge away. So if you're a new, if you're a commuter like me, you're living the commute life. You can, you all wanted us to do a podcast, so there, it uh, is. there you go. I'm, I'm more of a Netflix gal on the train, but hey, podcasts are so doable. Yes, yes. So, welcome. We've got all the big stories of the week in mm-hmm. football and Housewives, as per usual. Um, we're going to kick off our show. We did some quiz questions on Instagram. These were some fun ones. Um, We did this last week. You guys killed it. Mm. Caitlin and I posted them both on our Instagrams. Um, Some of our options were different. Some of them were the same. But we'll just get right into it uh, with question number one. They are the same questions, by the way. Just different, you know, options to Mm. choose from. Uh, Question number one was, what is my favorite NFL team jersey? Okay, so... 52% of you on my Instagram, the majority of you, 52%, said that I would say the Seattle Seahawks. It's a nice jersey. It's definitely a a popular one. Um, It is incorrect. It is wrong. Out of my four options, I actually, the correct answer was had the least amount of votes, which I get. It's the Cleveland Browns, which I know not everybody is like Uh a huge fan of. Yes. Um, it's definitely like, and I put the Oakland Raiders as one of my options too, because to me, like them and Cleveland, like, I don't know, they just, their jerseys have such an old school feel. And I definitely love that yeah. as much as I love, um, like the Seattle Haw- uh, Seahawks, Seahawks are like Miami with the bright colors and what feels kind of like new and like fun. Um, I kind of like just those retro throwbacks, um, those true, old school true. jerseys. So Cleveland Browns. I I dig those jerseys. Um, Now, on yours, 59% of your voters, the majority, thought that you would say the Giants red alternative jersey. You are a fan of that one Mm -hmm. for sure. But the correct answer is the alternative Seattle Seahawks jersey. And they just wore them the other day. I am obsessed with that lime green uniform. I've been obsessed with it for like fifteen years. I when they first like debuted them, I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" I, whoa. Love, I, I yeah, love them. I love the Seahawks regular uniforms, uh, but I gotta say, I'm not a fan of the green. I ones. love them. They, I think they are. And they're names too and much. I don't know. And don't obviously, know. everyone loves a good Giants alternative red. When are they coming back? Not a lot of people. I I, love I, them. We like it. We like it. But you know, we'll see. Um... All right, question number two. Caitlin and I had the same options for this. Um, question number <laughs> two was, what, is it... for, yes, in the same answer. What fall activity are Katie and Caitlin doing this weekend? What are we doing this weekend? Um, oh, now, me. 45% of my voters thought that we just love drinking, drinking, drinking. So 45% of my voters thought that we were going to a beer festival. Um, we are not. No. Your voters got it right. Your voters were all over the board, but the majority, 38%, got it correct. Mm-hmm. We are going hatchet throwing. We are going axe throwing. I don't know who would give us axes, but I don't know. It's not of You've done it before. It's my first it time. I'm a little nervous. So it's shockingly like you will wake up the next day and you will be sore. It's <gasps> yeah, no. yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a decent weak workout. Shoulders and weak arms. Now we aren't going to a beer festival, but we we love to go. <laughs> uh, we did this last year and we're doing it again uh, this year with our friends, where everybody it is BYOB. Yeah. Um, Stumpies, if you guys haven't heard of it, and everybody is bringing a different six pack of fall or Beers yeah. that way, we just have a smorgasbord mm-hmm. of fall mm-hmm. beers, and it's gonna beer. be great. Yeah, so, okay. we can post pictures, you guys, yes. check them out. Um, okay, final question What is my favorite Dorinda Medley <laughs> one liner? Now, Kayla and I had the same options like her mm-hmm. four most iconic lines. You guys know us well on this one. 73% of my voters, 60% of yours got this correct. It is I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. So you guys, you guys know us on that. Very good, very good. Quote, they probably like, know it because we, that's we the one we say, say the most guys. in real life. You know, you can say it under any circumstance. It just works so well. It really does. And I feel like during a every moment of every day, I'm not doing well, being I'm really not. Not well, being not, not well. Not well. <laughs> so It's a quote of <laughs> famous during the <laughs> So good. All right. Um, before we get into our big story, just one quick update. We have, we have talked to you guys so yeah. much about what is going on with uh, Joe Judice Gi- and his trial. And we're trying to keep you. And I think we've done a good job of keeping it yeah. as posted as we possibly can. Every, every week it feels like we have an update for you. Right. And instead of doing a story on it tonight, mm-hmm. we just Let's want to hear. give you a quick update. Um, now that on Thursday, Joe was granted permission to wait out the final decision in his pending deportation case in Italy. So he will be going to Italy and he will be moved out of ICE custody. And he is expected to go to Italy within mm-hmm. weeks. So that is the latest. And I mean, last week, I think it was that we reported that that's what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And not that he wants to be deported to Italy, but he doesn't want to wait in custody anymore to find out the verdict of this trial, which is, yeah, go to Italy. (laughs) Why not? Send me to Italy, right? Right? Absolutely. So that's the update. And obviously, we're just going to keep you updated as it goes. But that's the latest. Yes. All right, so let's get into our big stories of the week. We're going to start off with football. Yes. Um, so this is probably the biggest. Not that surprising, though. Coming out from the past couple of days, the Redskins have fired head coach Jay Gruden. I got to tell you, I'm a guilty one. Every time I hear his name, I think of John Gruden. I'm like, wait a minute. They don't really look alike. They don't, but I'm just like, my head goes to John. Yeah, yeah, my head, you know, um, they really don't. I really but, thought he was going to be fired at the Giants game, so I think yeah. we all saw this coming. Yeah, so Washington did fire him on Monday after the team went 0 5 to start off the season. This is um, his sixth season um, with a 35 49 1 record and one playoff appearance. Yeah, that, that'll get you fired. Yeah, <laughs> that'll get you fired. Um, assistant head coach, offensive line coach Bill Callahan will be the interim head coach at this time. Um, so they did lose. Very poorly, 37, 33 to 7 to the Patriots on Sunday. Don't think that will be doing any better tomorrow night. Um, He received a text to report um, to owner Daniel Schneider's office. Apparently, I've heard some, like, awful things about him. That's another story. But at 5 a.m., which is like, ooh, like, like, I'd be sweating. My palms would be sweating. A text message, though, come on. Sent him an email like a real man. Um, he drove to the facility at midnight and stayed at his office until the meeting. Like that's, I would do the same. My, you no, know, it was it was his last moment. I, like, I have like the worst anxiety ever. I'd be like, well, good. I, I will call, and be like, what? What's the matter? Like, right. so here is a coach from Gruden. A quote. Yes, a coach. <laughs> Here's a coach from Gruden. Here's a quote. I'm not bitter. This is a production-based business. I didn't get it better. I'm not bitter. What said I say? I said bitter. I just said I had or a weird or accent. Or I, said bitter. Bitter. I said bitter. All right. Oh my god! It's like the 80th time someone's commented on my accent this week. You have an accent. I guess I say things oh, weird. Oh I'm not bitter. This is a production-based business, and I didn't get it done. I just wish I could have had all of our offensive players. We never got to flex our offensive muscle. So
1: that's fair. Um, it's fair, so In an aspect.
0: I do uh, believe that this is a man who I was surprised he held on to his job for this upcoming Like, I right. thought he was going to be fired after last season. And um, unfortunately, yes, you, your team is going down with injuries, and it's not going your way. But I, I honestly think behind the scenes – he just didn't agree with the front office. Like I, I, I well, hear yeah. you've heard stories during mm. like draft and after draft about the fact that like the front office wanted Dwayne Haskins and yeah. he didn't. Right. And then you had this whole quarterback conundrum that mm. you weren't getting right. It they felt, it felt like it more. felt like Jay Gruden put in Dwayne Haskins into that Giants game, yeah. not because he felt. The kid, that was the best move for the team. I felt he was just rolling the dice and being like, oh man, if this works out and And he does really good, that that I'm good and I'm not going to get fired. And I have to just take this shot because... Yeah, and I understand like all the injuries and everything. But like talking about like flexing your offensive muscle, I think they put too much time into the quarterback scenario, and there was too much hype around the three of them and what was going to happen and everything like that. So, and that's a communal like fault there. Right. So maybe you didn't get to flex those offensive muscles not only because of injury, but but you didn't put enough time there. You clearly aren't putting enough time into your defense. You take someone like Landon Collins coming over, huge asset that you guys acquired. His name hasn't been said, like, once this season. There's other areas that aren't working. The defense has been very poor. The yeah. offense has been poor. So, like, um, don't, don't blame it on that one area. There's been many different areas that are not good, and that's the reason why, at the end of the day, yeah. we got fired. It was, it was time for a change. Like I said, I thought mm-hmm. he hung on to his job longer than, he, yeah. than they should have allowed mm-hmm. him to have the job. And I think that... Um, I think that I was surprised, again, that he wasn't fired after that Giants yeah. game. So mm-hmm. we all kind of saw it coming. And even after the game to New England and he had a press conference and obviously everybody's asking about, about like, do you think you're going to be fired? And he was just like, listen, as long as my key my still works, I, I'm still going to come and do a the job. But the next day, oh, his key doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So yeah. oh, that's rough. That's rough. Alright, well, let's talk about um, Week 5 and our general thoughts about it. Obviously, that was a big story that happened. Um, but other big things. San Francisco is 4-0 for the first time since 1990. talk about that. What a game! Yay! My God! I mean, firing on all cylinders. I haven't... Uh, listen, I, I mainly watch a full Giants game, right? And then I'll watch Red Zone, yeah. so I'll c- get clips of games, right? But... S- sitting and watching that full 49ers yeah. game against the Cleveland Browns, that was like one of the most complete games yeah. that I've seen mm-hmm. a team have all season. Yeah, like, offense was on fire, defense was mm-hmm. on fire. Um, they got to figure out the kicking game because Robbie Gould yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. And he had an the. Awful night. Because the snaps were poor, they have like a, they were, they a were. yeah, not his fault. Don't think it's him whatsoever, but he did miss three field goals, which I think they said was like his first time in his career. Which is like you're lucky the offense and defense were on fire that night because right. in a normal game that's neck and neck, you yeah, lost the game you, for that. You lose the game. On that. So they've got to they've got to figure that out. But other than that, again, firing on all cylinders. What a crazy game yeah. it was! Really fun to watch. Just like mm-hmm. I know that it was. The 49ers, like, killed them, but it's fun to watch a game that has, like, big-time plays, like, on oh, both yeah. offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, was, it was exciting. It I was enjoyed watching fun. it. I got, you know, a couple of live glimpses of it, but definitely picked up a lot of the next day and very, very impressed. Yes. Again, on yeah. all parts. Yeah. So... Uh, San Fran Forno, first time since 1990. Crazy. Um, Good for them. You know what's really funny is that we had those questions on our Instagrams recently about are the 49ers for real? And the other question that week was should the Browns be panicking? And now these teams played each other. And from what we've seen, the the 49ers do seem for real. And the Browns now seem like they need to panic. So I think that the... The Niners, and we'll obviously get into our picks later. I think that their real test is this weekend, playing the Rams. Yeah, not too, and, but sure. the Rams have, you know, been a little... And they've been a little weird, but um, you know what? The AFC this year, I think, is looking a lot stronger than the NFC. Yeah. And I don't know. The way things are going in the NFC and where San Francisco lies right now, they're looking pretty good. They're so looking really good. So my, this is definitely a test, for sure. My the past couple of weeks is that, you know, I won't fully see them moving forward, you know, until I see them play the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah. Like those are their totally biggest. fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Okay. Um, what else do we got? We got Kansas city. We talked recently about how for like 26 straight games, they scored like 20 plus points. Yeah. Uh, they have now after their loss, 1913 to the Colts, which no one really saw right. coming. Yeah. Uh, it was their fewest points in, the, in their last 26 games. So that streak broke. Um, How about some of our big-time fantasy players in Week Mm -hmm. 5? My God, if you have any of these guys right now, I'm just going to assume that you won your match single-handedly from these efforts. Uh, You had Green Bay running back Aaron Jones with four rushing touchdowns. It was the most by a Green Bay player since 1999. He went off. Phenomenal game. Um, Philadelphia defense, if you had the Eagles defense, they had, I mean... They were playing the Jets, Luke Falk at quarterback, uh, but they had 10 sacks against the Jets, which is the most in the game since 2007, amongst the league, not yeah. just for the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Carolina running back, Christian McCaffrey. Having, having possibly, maybe an MVP season. We'll see I how it goes. We'll see how it goes. No, I do like that point, and I he's think looking good. He's looking, real he's looking real good, good. Um, as advertised. And a lot of you guys probably took him second, third, yeah. maybe even first in your fantasy leagues. And he is as advertised: two hundred and thirty-seven yeah. scrimmage yards that mm-hmm. ties a single-game team record. Um, I love when I just randomly see yeah. someone that you wouldn't expect to go mm-hmm. off, go off. Yes. Yeah. Houston wide receiver Will Fuller, 217 receiving yards, and three touchdowns, which earned him 53.7 fantasy points, which this is a crazy stat. It's the most fantasy points by a wide receiver since Terrell Owens in 2000. Holy cow. I need to be one of those. Yes. So, honestly, if you have any of those people and you didn't win – I, I really don't know what to say. Probably that. everyone else is on a bike. Did you like forget to like start <laughs> people? I don't really know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, those are our week five thoughts, crazy stats, crazy yeah. games, as always. fantasy, though. You guys, there's a lot happening. We're, you know, constantly talking about this. You need to keep up with things, like certain things, like I have Evan Ingram as my tight end. Injuries, like, injuries. you gotta, you know, keep up to date with the injuries. Keep up with your bye weeks. Our bye weeks are flowing right now. You yeah. gotta keep up with that. Um, certain people, too, like I chose to, last minute, last week, I... Bench Sammy Watkins mm-hmm. and put in Larry Fitzgerald. Sammy Watkins played about one quarter and got out. And I knew you got to look at injuries. Don't just yeah. be like, "Oh, but he like was full pads today and he mm-hmm. was quite." No, you really need to read the like in depth yeah. analysis. There's a lot of guys from this past weekend who are hurt, mm-hmm. who maybe went to practice on Monday, but we're still so right, questionable. Right. Like you need to constantly certain people too, like Saquon Barkley. Everyone's you need called. to. He would be playing. You've got to keep looking saw. at this. Um, it's crucial. Fantasy it's football. football. I don't play, but I know fantasy mm-hmm. football is a commitment. If you're gonna it do is. it, like you have to stay on top of it, and you have to keep up with the news, and that's why you gotta watch us because we're here to help you. But there is a lot happening. Yes. So keep it up. We'll we'll help you as best as we can. righty. so we are getting into our week. Six. How are at Week six already? already you no, know week eight is halfway through week. I know. Season. It's but like, this like we're done. Like it's football it's over. i so um, crazy! Going back into my springtime oh. cocoon of sadness. Yeah. Um, oh so, we're going to give you our picks. We do this every week. We will give yes. you a lock and we will give you an upset, too, for those who are big on the gambling out there. <laughs> All right, so why don't you go ahead and get us started? All right, sure thing. Um, I am taking the Patriots, the Panthers, the Dolphins, Minnesota, Kansas City, New Orleans, Cleveland, Baltimore, the Rams, Falcons, Cowboys, Broncos. Chargers and Packers my lock is the Dallas Cowboys over the New York Jets and my upset we'll see if they can bounce back Cleveland Browns over the Seattle Seahawks all right those are good So I'm going with the Patriots, the Buccaneers, Dolphins, Vikings, Texans, Saints, Seahawks, Ravens, 49ers, Falcons, Cowboys, Titans, Chargers, and Lions. My lock, unfortunately, is the Patriots over the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. I actually probably would have picked the Giants, so we are just. There's no one playing. If we, I <laughs> would still pick New England yeah. if we were fully healthy. I would. Um, I just, I, I really wish we were playing them at full strength. Just I to see. Just, just to, to see. see what kind of football team we you are. You know see. what I mean? And then my upset is the Texans over the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. It's technically an upset. Te- Texans are actually surprisingly looking at No, no, record. but I'm looking at, like, record and things like that. It's technically an upset. So. What's their record? Aren't they like, three and whatever. Yeah, but like I look at things like it's technically if like the Texans beat the Chiefs, I think people would be like, "What?" That's what I also think about too. Right. It's technically an upset, all folks. Right. Those in Las Vegas, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Um, all right, so let's get into our big stories of the week in the world of Housewives. Housewives, in our game—it's a yeah. little mix of Housewives and football, mm-hmm. us drinking wine, all that good you stuff. Know, you know. Um, but let's talk about Housewives mm-hmm. uh, news for this yeah. week. Our girl, Luanne Deleceps, back in the dating oh, game. Oh, get ball, it, get it, get it, get, get it, 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 get it. it go for, for her. Um, so Give to for her. Apparently, she's back together with an ex. Yeah. And didn't even know these two dated, but let's talk about it. So, the, one of the many and men. And Luanne is reportedly, it's, and it's not jock. It's not jock. <laughs> it's spoiler alert, it's not jock. <laughs> well, when I read the headline. You were jock? I was like, no. I think I like read it when someone was around me, too, and I was like, no way. They were like, what? I was like, her yeah. and Jacques are friends, but they're, friends. Not, they're not back together. Yeah, back. we know what that means. Um, all right, so she's reportedly back together with her ex-boyfriend, Rich Super. Rich is actually mm-hmm. her agent, um, and, and once I heard that he was her agent, I was like, Oh, Tucker, come here. I, like, kind of, sort of remember this. I remember, like, a small blip of time that she was sort of like, oh, Luann's, like, dating her agent. I feel like I remember that. But anyways, to backtrack, she was dating her agent. Um, They first sparked dating rumors in mid-2018. He apparently dumped Luann once Luann started drinking again and returned to rehab in Mm -hmm. July of 2018. Um, They have not deemed themselves an item yet haven't confirmed it, no confirmation but, but this is confirmation enough for me um, the whole news of this broke because comedian Michelle Collins, she was on a radio show mm-hmm. just recently and she was at Parks Casino, I don't know where that is New York, somewhere in in New New York. York. Okay, Parks Casino. um, She was with Luann and Parks Casino recently and with a whole group of friends, I guess, and they had adjoining rooms. So she was sleeping, you know, in Mm -hmm. one room next to Luann. And on the radio show, she said, uh, and I quote from Michelle Collins, and here's the thing, Luann's boyfriend was in town. And I'm like, I didn't want to hear as much as I love her. I just didn't want to hear Luann having (laughs) sex. So yeah. Uh, number yeah. one, she said Luann's boyfriend was yeah. in town. So and then I don't know these housewives. I think like when you're older and like older, older, not like us, older. Like you like go on a date with one person, and you're like, like you're you're considered you're an like an, an idol. You're dating. It's like a boyfriend, but like an item. Like that's not like real life. No, like like are you kidding people. me? Like I have eighteen hundred boyfriends. Then yeah. Okay. Like, but, like, no. <laughs> Sorry, I said, yeah, and, and I wasn't, like, I am not dating a people. No, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, George if you were, George. okay, if you were just, like, hooking up with somebody yes. and you were, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to a casino, have fun for a night, yeah. like, come, like, we'll get a room together, like, at our age, that could just be that. Like, oh, yeah. you guys are just, so but, but if it's like, and it's like you're saying, yeah. if an adult's like, oh, they went to a casino and they got a hotel room together like, and like, like that's like so Luann so and they were seen out together, yeah. that's Luann's boyfriend. Like, I was going to make a comment before, like I feel like Luann's had so many boyfriends, <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about it, it's maybe, <laughs> it's, Ramona too. Ramona it's not, too. she's just seeing these people. Yeah. She's just dating, but they're older, so everyone says that's right. her boyfriend. Right. And that's there were rumors this past week too, um, also with Ramona, was seen out with a guy, and <coughs> Ramona had to come out and be like, we are not dating. Like, yeah. he's a family friend. Like, he knows Avery. Uh, he knows Mario. Mario. Like, we're, we're family friends. back with Mario. She, I'm kind of shocked she hasn't actually had, like, a real legitimate boyfriend since her divorce. She's, She's just, just loving her. the dating She's world. Get it, girl. Life. She loves it. All it's right. Like, you don't want to be so. on camera? His back is facing. <laughs> Yeah, I could see him like right in the little corner. Oh, there he is. Look at his little schnapps. Oh, you're so cute, Tuck. I he's like, where's my text? Oh, my. For those on the podcast that cannot see us on Facebook Live, um, Caitlin's dog Tucker is he in the is shop. Here. He's here. Live with us.
1: All right, so tell us the
0: other big story of the week in the world of Housewives. Okay, so new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills member Sutton Shrek uh, previews Season 10 for us. Um, So Season 10 will have two new uh, members, including Sutton. Um, Producers have been after her for years, apparently. I don't know how much I feel about that. Um, And then Lisa Renner urged her to uh, to join. We already spoke about that, yes. Um, So there are two Two quotes we have from Sutton. So the first one's a little long, so bear with me. I think that the older you get, the more you realize that things don't come your way all the time, and so I thought, how can I say no to this? It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and hopefully it won't destroy my family or my friends, Good luck. <laughs> or I won't be left alone in my house with my cats. Ooh, red flag. Um, <laughs> but I think it's going to be fun, and I'd rather do it and experience the craziness of, the, of it than be 80-year-old and thinking, wow, I really should have done that show, which it's is fair. Listen, if I had a lot of money, too, yeah. Why not? Honestly, if you, if you don't like it, you can be one and done. But I think it's it's worth a shot if you're presented the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, and then she does make a statement on Lisa Vanderpump that she's not replacing her. So there's another quote where she says, I've never met her. I'm sure she's lovely, but I'm not trying to replace anybody. I would imagine that we have different personalities because I'm kind of goofy and weird. But I hope people are receptive to meeting someone new. Yes. Yeah, so she does go on further Um in the articles that I read to talk about that, she feels like she is different from the women and yeah. she feels like I'm probably going to be the strangest one on the show. She's like, I don't have any Botox. Like I'm she, she feels like she feels different. She feels like a tiny bit of an outsider. Yeah. And in a way, like, yeah, you are. When the when you've had a group of girls together for so long and you come in, you are the outsider. Yeah. Even though you are friends with Lisa, you're not friends with the group of women, right? right. And she does talk about the fact that it does feel mm-hmm. like, she's like, I feel like I'm in the first grade and it's like going to a new school oh, and like everybody awkward. already has their friends. But she has said, because they've obviously yeah. been filming and everything, she said it's been going well, and she's getting along with the girls, so... Yeah. No, I... Yeah, I just... Obviously, like, I'm still, like, you know, it's weird, weird, weird yeah. about it. Um, and they do have two new people. It's like, we've right. seen franchises right. bring on two people in the past, and just, it's not always successful. Sometimes it is, though. Um, but it's just, I don't know... I, I mean, I, I don't know if goofy and weird is going to fit in with this type those girls, though. They have right, their heads so far up their asses. It's not yeah. even funny. Um, um, to a point where sometimes, like, I get annoyed with them. Like, oh, my God. Like, cue like, up tight? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, they, live a little. Her, and honestly, like she said, I hope people are open to seeing something new and are receptive mm. towards me. And maybe this group does need, like, a little wild card. You know what I mean? Maybe. You're right. You're right. So we'll see what happens with that. But you know, obviously we're excited to see these two mm-hmm. newbies and see how they pan out. It's always very interesting when you bring new women on it any really of the franchises. Is. Really so is for sure. All right, let's get into our game for tonight. This is a fun one. We have played it before. It is called Sip Yo Drink and Fill in Yo Blank. And fill in the blank. So, like I said, we played this once before. Um, Caitlin and I, we are going to answer these fill-in-the-blank questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have 10 of them. They span from football, housewives, again, stuff about us, wine, Halloween. Um, But let's just get right into it. Lots of fun stuff. A lot of good good thought-provoking questions, right? Right? All right. So 10 questions. We'll do it together. Uh, Question number one through 5 weeks, I think blank is the best team in the NFC. Who did you say? The New Orleans Saints. I agree with you. Um and, and we A-R have this good. we have this question here because like I said earlier in the show, mm-hmm. I do think that the AFC is very much so dominated by right now by the New England right. Patriots mm-hmm. and the Kansas City Chiefs and right. that's just not in the AFC. I think that's for the, yeah, league. the league. Like these yeah. are your two powerhouses mm-hmm. right now. Um so the NFC is up for grabs. Like I said, with the Niners, they're sitting pretty because it's very, it's yeah. anybody's game, right? The Saints are good. The Saints are good with Teddy Bridgewater. The fact that right. the Saints are still winning with Te- yeah. and and I think did we both pick New Orleans to win this weekend? I know I yes, did. I did. Um, so I if they if they can keep it rolling yeah. while Drew Brees is out and Teddy Bridgewater can just get yeah. the job done for them, mm-hmm. the fact that they and the reason I picked them yeah. in this question is because the fact that they are still winning yeah. without Drew Brees mm-hmm. means that this team is for real. For real. So yeah. don't sleep on them at all. Yeah. Get yourself a, a good backup quarterback. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned, right? Um, question number two. If I were the Washington Redskins, I'd start blank at quarterback. So I'm going with Case Keenum on this one. He started your season. The, the first couple, I mean, I want to say maybe like the first game didn't seem like either. terrifying for them. They actually are. They did announce earlier. They, they are, are going with Case with Keenum. Yeah. Um, but Which, I just think. What a. What do you have to, and a lot of people are going to say, like, what do you have to lose? Go with Dwayne Haskins. Like, no, I think that that gives you more to lose. I just go with Case Keenum, figure it out. You have a new coach coming in, just get it together. I think this is one of those situations where, um, I know at the beginning of the Giants Mm -hmm. season, my thoughts on the whole Eli Daniel Jones situation was, I'm okay with them playing Daniel Jones once we're eliminated from playoff contention. That didn't happen. Okay, Um, but I think this is maybe a thing for the Redskins. Maybe once they're eliminated from playoffs, I think it's time to maybe let Haskins get some game experience. Even if it's going to be ugly, it won't matter because they're already not going to make the playoffs. But I did agree with you. I picked Case Keenum Mm -hmm. as well, and they are going with him this weekend. Even though that is my answer, I do think it looks horrible, the fact that they went with Case Keenum, benched him, brought in Haskins, benched him. Went with Colt McCoy. He played Horrible last yeah. weekend. Now we're going yeah. back to Case Keenum. It's just a it, bad it's look. Good. It's a very bad look. Um, okay. Question number three. My favorite Halloween costume I ever had was blank. Um, this is a more recent one. Um, so I do love Halloween. And I Boy, really no, my get favorite into one of my um, costumes. I've been... Having I've had great ones like my whole life. Oh, she but, has such good ones. Um, my most recent one that I loved the most was I was a mermaid being eaten alive. Yeah, shark. That's what I was going to say was my um, favorite one. Very, very creative. Oh, yeah, it was so um, So I was like, I guess I was like Ariel from the yeah. Little Mermaid. I had the red hair, and then I bought a shark. This cost this, this shark. Cost fun, like, like shark when you were thinking in your head, like it was like a big size, like fake shark. Yeah, like attached to her body, and it was like attached to my body. I had like literally, it, even, it was eating it, me. So like I was walking around like inside of a shark and there was just my mom. Like wiggling. I bought something. fake blood and my mom just literally. It was so amazing. I had it on my face. I had it everywhere. Like my mom just like went at it with the you blood. went at to a bar for Halloween. And that I did year. not win it, it. was a costume, costume contest. contest. Like first, second and third. It and was, you're, you're telling me she couldn't even I Like come either. on. No, she was great. Nah, I wasn't even brought up on stage. Yeah. Like, like, that's was so good. good. Like. Was brilliant. It was very brilliant. I loved it. That was definitely. I my haven't been able thing. to top it. Since. No, no. I'm like so really nervous it's not. it's hard. It's hard. I know. Um, so my favorite is is two that I cho- chose between. Um, I I love my flashback photo. It's on my Instagram. Maybe you've seen it. Uh, kindergarten Katie when she was Phil Sims for Halloween, <laughs> fully fully decked, had the helmet, um, had a Phil Sims jersey on. It was it was very cute. I, I love it. It's a great classic picture. But um, more recently, this was I kind of loved it for how simple it was, but how on point it was. Yeah. Um, Frank and I dressed up as. Um, Stu and Alan from The Hangover yeah. mm-hmm. and I was Stu I got that Mike Tyson yeah. temporary tattoo on my face that like looked at me I just had my plaid shirt on and Frank actually bought that Labrador yeah. Retriever shirt that Alan wears he already has a thick beard yeah. and he had his little um Bangkok like yeah. sombrero hat on and it was just it was on and it was fun Alright, question number four. My favorite housewife's Halloween costume I ever saw on TV was blank. Well, these women like know how to dress up. Oh yeah, they're no small. Sure um but mine has to do with not only the costume, but just like the overall like essence of the evening and everything. Um so I picked Dorinda's bubble Lady okay. Gaga right, costume. Right. Not she only was so wasted That's mine because she was like, Did you know they Gaga made this? <laughs> Like, she literally told me that Lady Gaga made oh, her dress. Like No, it was I the person who made Lady Gaga's dress made her dress. And it, I feel like it had something to do with Andy Samberg or I something. Mean, I don't know. She was... No. no! I think, like, the, that wasn't actually the guy's name, but she was saying... Oh, my God. Like, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. She got it from... I don't know. I can't Classic. Classic. But that's more the, the reason, reason why I think The, the costume guys. was cool, um, but I just couldn't with her that night. I, like... <laughs> Cannot get over Ramona dresses Britney Spears oh in that red latex <laughs> act. Like, it's like my favorite. She looks good in latex. Oh my god, I, I loved every second she of it. Really like, good. it was honestly phenomenal. Like phenomenal like in the Oops, I Did It Again video, yeah. full red latex, and her crazy beady eyes that yeah. she has. And I was just like, oh, Ramona, I love you right now. Yeah, You're no, great. No. All right, number five, if I had to compare Alabama quarterback to a, give me the last name, Caitlin, Tag Valoa. Yeah, it's hard. I've, I've never mastered if that. I, if we had to compare Alabama quarterback Tua to, to a current NFL quarterback, I'd say blank. I actually got with a hybrid of Lamar Jackson and Danny Dimes. Very interesting. So Tua is very comfortable on all aspects of the field. So I think that he, I think Lamar Jackson's more comfortable running than Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones will do it. We've seen him do it. Lamar Jackson's a lot more comfortable. Daniel Dimes, on the other hand, Daniel Dimes is very comfortable with launching the ball. Mm -hmm. Tua has an arm. He Mm -hmm. is. Not, I wouldn't even call him a dual threat quarterback. He's just okay. like a scary human being quarterback. Um, so, in my opinion, he is a hybrid of the two of those youngins that we got playing mm-hmm. in the NFL right now. Okay. Um, I went with Marcus Mariota. Okay. Two is a lot better. You, yeah. Um, I don't. Don't kill me. I don't think two is going to be a, a good NFL quarterback. And for me to compare to Marcus Mariota, um. I don't want to say that I think Mariota is a bad NFL quarterback but to me there's a there's a lot of Marcus Mariota level of play quarterbacks in the league where it's like him and I think someone like Sam Darnold how he'll be and mm-hmm. someone like Andy Dalton like they're fine and they can be your franchise quarterback for 10 years they're really but they're never gonna take you to the top they're never gonna win you a Super mm-hmm. Bowl and that's how I feel about Marcus Mariota That's kind of how I feel about Tua. He might have enough success where he can be a franchise quarterback for 10 years, but I don't think he's going to take his team to the top. Listen, I said this on the show many times before, and I am an Alabama fan. So this is truly coming from the source here. Alabama breeds insanely good quarterbacks. But do you want to know but why never they're never good never at the go end the of NFL. the day? Is because uh, the offensive line at Alabama right. for years, like thirty yeah. years, has been the best, like insanely good. Yep. Those guys go on to be insane in the NFL. And we have yet to see an Alabama quarterback succeed in the NFL because they're not. They're, it's different. They they shift an automatic. Some of them get really bad offensive lines right away, or they're just not clicking. That's the reason why I'm not I- loving the quarterback class for next year's draft. I think Tua will will do well. I, I don't. I think there is a lot of hype around him. Uh, when there was that conversation of like the Giants, I was like, no, like let's mm, not. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. So it will be very interesting to see. Yeah, when that when that time but comes. But if you think about it, he's probably going to go to a team like the Dolphins and. Good luck. They don't have an offensive line. Good luck, good luck, good luck. All right, question number six. The Speaking of the NFL yeah. draft, uh, the top 10 draft pick from this year that has impressed me the most so far is blank. There's some good ones to choose from here. There really is, but I think that... And I don't want to, like, be biased here, but yeah. I'm s- sincerely impressed with Daniel Jones. Okay. Not okay. only, and I'm not saying that he's putting up the best numbers, mm-hmm. but to go into a position where someone held for 16 years right. and not royally crap the bed <laughs> and be poised and go to conferences afterwards and talk and, and walk through the things. Sense of your teammates and the confidence from your team. Kid family. acts like he's been in the league yeah. for 16 yeah. years. Yep. So that's, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm very impressed. Okay. So, um, cause I wasn't thinking that this was going to happen. Yeah. So we're looking at the top 10 uh, no. picks here on this question. I'm actually going with the guy who was drafted at the 10 spot. I'm going with Devin Bush, linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And yeah. a lot of reporters, good. a lot of analysts yeah. actually picked him as their early prediction for defensive player of the year. And he is living up to that hype. Um, yeah. he's, He's eighth in the league in tackles Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. He has three passes defense, one one interception, and three fumble recoveries. And through five weeks of the season, that's very impressive to me. And the linebacker position for the Steelers, they've always had somebody really legit. And he's stepping in, and he's being that guy that can do everything like the Steelers are used to having their linebacker do. Good pick, good play. All right, number seven. If I could look like any Real Housewife, I wish I looked like blank. I want Kyle Richards. Because like I just think that she's got the dark hair, so mm-hmm. I don't have to go blonde. <laughs> um, I just think she's very pretty. Um, I, I know she's had some work done. Everyone in Beverly Hills, they like show it on <laughs> yeah. the episodes. Um, but I just think she looks great. Um, I just yeah. think she's like just a pretty person. She is. She is. Yeah. I'm sure you could have guessed mine, but I went with Melissa Goria. I just think she's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Just a quick little whatever. Like, Caitlin and I were kind of laughing because she put up a picture on her Instagram. She met Jennifer Lopez. Now, to me, Uh out of all, like, the celebrity women in the world, I think Jennifer Lopez is maybe, like, one of the best-looking females. And she's getting older, and she still is gorgeous, right? And in this picture of Melissa and JLo, Kaylin and I both like, were, we were talking about it. We we're like, Melissa, Melissa looks like a lot better, better than J-Lo. J-Lo. Looked, J-Lo looked very weird, and Melissa looked gorgeous. I I she looked I like really the better version. They were like twins, but she was like the yeah, better version. i a lot of people that picture. I think there's like something going on. I don't know. Was of, like, she like performing that night? She looked really sweaty. She, she was, was sweating. She looks like her face was falling well, well, Melissa place. Gorgas, she has that J-Lo vibe. She does. Like, and she does. she's just she a beautiful, beautiful agree. girl. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Number eight. If I could eat dinner with any three football figures, I'd want to share a meal with blank. I went with Eli Manning, OBS, OCU and Yura, okay. and Nick Saban. Ooh, interesting table. Yes. I would love to sit down with Nick Saban. Just because I've heard that he's, like, the funniest guy. Really? Like, with his family. Like, not with his players. He's yes, all, all yes, serious. He's all but, busy. like, at, like, home, like, he's a grandfather. Like, apparently he's, like, the cra- the why, like, cracking the jokes. Like, wise, cracking I mean. everything. Like, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So um, I would love to meet him. I went with two players and a coach as well. Mm-hmm. I went with Eli, obviously. I went with Michael Strahan mm-hmm. and I went with our boy, Tommy C. Love you so much, Tommy. I can't bad even bad. tell you how much I love you. It's like. Even one of those people were like, you would be, and like, I would just be like. I would cry. Gaylon and I did cry when he was at the Landon College. I know. Like, and know, we, like, like, we didn't meet him, but we just like. I don't like, like, his presence, his presence made us cry. But I would like, if I ran into him, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I I love that man so much. Like a little piggy. Oh my God. I love him. I love him too. All right, number nine. I think the NFL coach in danger of losing his job next is blank. I think this is a no brainer, but Brian Flores. Flores. Uh, Flores. Flores. Uh, That's not a no brainer at all. He's a first time head coach, and it's a shitty team, and I don't think that's his fault whatsoever, and there's no reason he should be fired. That's my opinion. And I honestly don't think. Going, going off that, I don't think any first-year head coaches. I don't care if you go zero and sixteen. I don't think any first-year head coaches should be fired. Listen, I'm not saying that they should, but I I don't think it's obvious. I I think think it is. It's not even that they're bad. They're like take, a dumpster fire. I think it would take 0-16 for him to get fired. I think if that man could even win one game, he keeps his job. And we did both pick the Dolphins this week. But my my thought is that, like, when the Browns were going 0-16, like, they were bad. They had like, Hugh Jackson. But I'm saying that the Dolphins are even worse than yeah. that. Oh, so that's me. why I'm making this, in my opinion, it is a no-brainer. All right. And I, listen, I don't think that, of course, the team sucks. It's his first year. Do I 100% agree with it? No. But those are the circumstances. Yeah. Well, my answer might surprise some people unless you do your due diligence and you actually keep up with not just maybe what's on TV, but really Mm -hmm. read online, read on NFL.com, Bleacher Report, all those sites. Uh, The number one guy who's getting a lot of whispers about getting fired is Atlanta Falcons coach Dan Quinn. So the Falcons are I don't know what's happening I have no idea what's going I on I have no clue it said on this show for the first couple of weeks I was like we can all relax like the, the and I keep picking Atlanta of the Wind I, I keep picking them because I don't believe that they're this, this is bad. bad I don't I understand it and it's not like I don't think they're, I don't even think they're bad because when they do certain things in the game, like they're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not like a shocker that it was good. Like that's your natural Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. But then I think the bigger shock is that they're doing these awful things and you're like, wait, where is this coming from? So, I, there's something so like missing. Here's, like here's a some baby good, and here's piece. some good points when I yeah. was like reading more about it. Um, here's some like solid points here. They have the 31st ranked defense out of 32 teams. Miami yeah. is the only one mm-hmm. with the worst uh, defense. So defensively, they're um, allowing like 30 points per game, which is just averaging, Not allowing that. That is horrible. Right. Um and then a an very interesting comment when you, like, sit and you think about it is their division, and usually that's a competitive division, but people expect Atlanta to, uh, always. you know, they're always possibly come, in, come always. out on top. If they're not going to win it, make the playoffs, Absolutely. right? Uh, they're a guaranteed So playoffs. someone wrote, a, a sports writer wrote, the fact that they're doing so poorly, mm-hmm. especially in their division, where you've got two backup quarterbacks and Jameis Winston yeah. as the three other quarterbacks, and you have Matt Ryan, and, Matt and like, Ryan. what, like, what's happening? What yeah. are you doing? Like, why is this the That's scenario? So that is a great point. point. Yeah, so, it really is. all right, our, our final question. This is a good one. Giants fans get really like crazy and hyped already, thinking about yeah. next year's draft. Um, number ten in next year's NFL draft, I want the Giants to take a blank. So, a position in the first round. What position do we want? Oh, it's all about defense, baby. We have to go with the defensive end because Me the too. Giants That's had no rush game. We need pass rushers. We've needed them for, like, so long. It feels like the last time we had, like, a legitimate pass, yeah. pass rush was when we won our last Super Bowl when JPP, like, had 16 God. and a half sacks that year. And, like, we were still good. We haven't had a good pass rush since. That's a long time. That's a long he's time. But Snacks is a D tackle. He's not even a D end. So he's not but a... He's s- still, he was putting up a lot bigger numbers than our defensive ends are right now. Yes. But at the end of the day, like, we need legitimate a defensive end pass rushers. I know. JPP. Ugh. Oh, miss him. Yeah. But JPP... Can even he come back, honestly? Why can't we just make the argument? Someone did say, I think it was my dad. He was like, I think he might. He, he could make his way back. And as much as like I don't necessarily agree, like Janoris Jenkins was saying, like, well, it's hard to cover anybody, you know, when there's no pass rush. Which number one, don't call out anybody on your team okay. ever. You just don't do that. But I mean, I do think that our corners would ha- and our secondary would yeah. have more success if we could get more pressure on I agree. the quarterback. I agree. So. Defensive and pass rusher. Please, Giants, that is what we need. Please, please, please. Or anything on the defense. The just nice take take of the care board. of the defense. I want, like, the first three rounds to just, just be defensive defense. players. All right, so that is our game. Very good one. Mm-hmm. Get it off our chest time. Time to get it off your chest. It can be positive, negative, football, housewives, wine, life in general. If you're having a bad day, come on here and tell us all about oh, it. Oh, boy. So, uh, Katie and I do this sometimes. We're actually going to go with a duel. Um, together, joint, yeah. get it off our chest. Just because I feel like it's on everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. So let's go. You go ahead, get us started. I'll Still chime in around. when necessary. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns specifically, mm. Baker Mayfield. Mm. Um, if you did catch Monday Night Football's yeah. game, mm. the Niners and the Cleveland Browns, uh, shocking. I actually yeah. thought that was going to be a somewhat competitive football. Game. I think we all did, and um, the Browns got totally blown out. Baker completed, I think it was thirty six percent of his throws. I think he only completed like nine throws for the game. Oh, Threw for a hundred yards and two interceptions, that's bad. fumbled. It was just a whole big mess. Those I, numbers from just one game is just like that is a very, 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 very poor quarterback performance. Bad game. Very, bad very game. bad. Oh my god. Um, and. You know, the whole thing with him and Richard Sherman, at first that's what I get it off my chest was yeah. going to be because Richard Sherman came out and he was like, Baker didn't even shake our hands before the game. Right. Now yeah. we can rip on Richard Sherman because they yeah. had video evidence footage I that know. came out of him shaking shaking hands. But I it more so like, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But um, it does go, even though he did shake his hand, you, you think about the fact of how cocky Baker is. You know, he's always been that way. That's why people, you know, you either love him or you yeah. hate him. Like and in college, the people that hated him is because he was so cocky. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the fact that he's come into this league in his sophomore season thinking that like his shit don't stink and, and thinking like, you know and goes. thinking that he's already accomplished so much in the league. And he it's hasn't. Like, no. He has not. No. You haven't accomplished anything. I think you definitely showed, like, when you came yeah. in your rookie season, you had a nice year. You almost. I would have flipped my lid, beat out Saquon Barkley for offensive player of the year. Like, threw the most touchdowns that a rookie quarterback has thrown ever. Great. great, Wonderful. But to me, you still haven't shown anything to come in your sophomore season and act like you're a veteran, act like you've been there a million times, act like you brought your team to the playoffs before or a Super Bowl. He's been more like, I think the thing that bothers me the most is that obviously as you grow within, excuse me, the league. Maybe you get a little bit more cocky, you start making plays, you start running your mouth, you do all this stuff. So he had a good rookie season, that's great, but that doesn't mean automatically you come into year two and just it just start blazing like, your mouth. You're the man. <clears throat> I actually not the think man. he did an okay job with keeping his mouth shut his rookie season. He, I think... Yeah, he was okay. I, he really did. Coming from, I did not like him in college. A lot of people did not. Because of that mentality, the only thing that I really liked about him in college was that he was always a leader. So he was always g- like getting the team pumped up on the sideline, he, no matter For what sure. the score was. Sure. Uh, well, I have yet to see that in and the his NFL. In his rookie season, um, when he did win, get the starting job over Tyrod Taylor, and he came out, and I remember watching mm-hmm. his, first, like, yeah. his first sequence um coming in as a starting quarterback and his, his players were really rallying around him. Yeah. Um of so in a similar way to Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Like we're we have let us go out. Like let's but get fired. I, I up. feel like it's lost. And I feel like right now the Browns are collectively pissed. I think they're going out and they're super high expectations. They're making um statements individually. So, and like, obviously, yes, if I'm speaking to you, if you're a a player on the Browns, you're going to talk to me one-on-one. But these interviews, a lot of them posting on Instagram, their press conferences afterwards, it's a lot of like me, me, me. Mm-hmm. There's no one. There's no team collectiveness there, and I think a lot of it stems from this ego that's coming from your quarterback, coming from guys like Odell Beckham, and it's yeah. just stemming all over. The well, here's the thing, and I think it's a great point that you made that his rookie season we didn't see a lot of cockiness, and now we do. So I'm wondering if I and I think that it seems to be stemming from the fact that he did end his rookie year on a high note. Yeah, he he did well. And uh, I think, and I think he knew that. And then in the off season, coming off of a good rookie yeah. season, having that under his belt, and then getting Odell Beckham Jr. and getting the pieces, and having this hype around this team, right. I almost feel like now he thought he was entitled to be mm. cocky because he thought he could back it up. And you've shown yeah. that you can't. Um, exactly. I am a huge, huge numbers person. Stats, I say that all the time in the show. But stats really, sometimes they do tell everything. Sometimes they don't. In this case, I wanted to just kind of see yeah. where Baker was out at amongst the quarterbacks in the National Football League. Um, so I did this amongst quarterbacks who have started at least three games this season because okay. we have had a lot of injuries. Yes. Um, so we've had new guys come in. So I'm only basing it on people who have played at least three games. So, amongst those quarterbacks, Baker, Baker has the lowest completion percentage. He's completing 55.9% of his passes. That's horrible for an NFL mm-hmm. quarterback. And amongst all those quarterbacks, he also has the lowest QBR um, of 68.5. That's atrocious. Yeah. Uh, he also leads the league in interceptions. And through five games, he has eight interceptions to only four touchdowns. Um, that's bad. And, and then the other thing I want to discuss and get it off my chest is the fact that of what's happening with Odell Beckham Jr. Now, yeah. he's had in the last two games, he's had four collectively in the last two games, four catches for 47 yards. That is his worst two-game stretch of his entire career, yeah. okay? Um if you take away Odell like do you remember that big play week 2 when he had that 89-yard yeah. touchdown mm-hmm. that people were like, "Oh my god, here's the Browns. Yeah. This is what yeah. Odell's going to do yeah. for them." blah blah blah. If you take away that one yeah. touchdown, that one 89-yard touchdown run, He would only have 246 receiving yards through five games and one Mm. one touchdown. So if you take away that one catch and he would only have 246 receiving yards, which would make it the 53rd best in receiving yards in a league, that's freaking horrible i mean odell beckham jr in everybody's minds is considered a top five wide receiver in the nfl if you place him take that catch away and he's 53rd -hmm. in the league in receiving yards that's atrocious so the other part about get it off my chest is it pained me when odell went to cleveland because i was like i like wish him well in a way but at the same time like i don't want to see him do well with another team like it's gonna suck and i don't want to watch it right uh now I'm excited to watch it because I'm waiting any minute now for Odell to start complaining, yeah. to start bitching, and to start whining about the fact that they're not winning, right. he's not getting the ball, they're and he's not, not getting his stats, yeah. and he's not finding the end zone. I, it's so, coming any minute. It's coming so any He was so quick to throw people in the Giants organization under the bus when he wasn't getting his way. Mm-hmm. So now you're at even, uh, in my opinion, the Browns, Worst scenario. Worst scenario. Worst, the organization is not structured like a New York... You know, team is structured, so you're just going to put more cracks in the foundation there, and it's not good. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm excited to see this team implode. They're going to. I, but we we've been talking about, it. like we spoke about it before the season starts. Stop hyping them up so much. Stop, mm-hmm. like let's just see how this things is what have, have we not learned our lesson that that year, that season where we everybody deemed. Uh, I'm sorry, Rob. Rob's got Odell on his fantasy team. And and honestly, I'm wait. not happy. So I was talking with somebody. My benches, I was I talking with somebody awesome. at my gym yeah. uh, just last night yeah. who was a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. And he said, Odell is losing me fantasy it's football games. Yes. Because people are taking him yeah. in the first mm-hmm. round, in the second round. Yeah. He's like, Odell is single-handedly losing mm-hmm. me fantasy football matches. I and thought... Sure, Sorry, Rob. <clears throat> yeah, I would honestly bench him. See if you can trade him. I would get rid of him. Um, I wouldn't get rid of him, but think about God. trading him. Any... Well, um, no, well, see not, what you can get. No trade. going to not have Odell on their team. See what you can do. See what else is, is available. See if anyone in your league will actually be dumb enough to yeah, trade with you. I um, but. Well, I was actually even like on the lines of fantasy too. Like, I was looking at something the other day. Someone lost by like half a point because Baker Mayfield was ne- negative in fantasy. Yeah, got that. And this is like a famous that's if like, you <laughs> still have Baker as your fantasy quarterback, that's a big that's a big no. Down yeah, down. you gotta get that. But honestly, like, I just totally agree with you. I just don't forget the team hype. Where like he he's got a lot of work to do, and I think the work. Maybe it helps to keep your mouth shut because you didn't really talk that much last year. Get your head down, go to work. Go to work. That's it. It's your profession. And stop talking about other people. Sometimes like he's not even talking about himself. Or like talking about problems he has with people. He's talking about like people on his team who have problems with other people. Like be Bill Belichick. Just be like onto whoever. Onto the giants. Onto, onto this. Or, or, like, or like who like, are you talking about? Who are we playing next week? Yeah, just, just don't. That's it. That's it. You can't can't you can't show that. You care, I feel, you can't... He's just not... He sucks. Yeah. But I was going to say, this is when everybody deemed uh, the Philadelphia Eagles that one season the dream team. Because in the off-season, they got, like, all the best players in free agency, and then they sucked. So it's like, that's... You know what? Kind of like when a team flies under the radar. Mm -hmm. uh, Under the radar. Kind of like being the underdog. That team that nobody talks about. Um... When there's too much hype on a team and the yeah. spotlights on on your team that year, it's tough to meet expectations. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Just go out, play some football. Yes. That's all we ask. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so that was our get it off our chest. Good one. Uh Things you don't want to miss this week. Real Housewives of Dallas on tonight at 9 o'clock. And Real Housewives of Orange County on Tuesday at 9. We I'm so behind We've and got Atlanta, missing. New Jersey premiering early November. November. Yes. yes. There are set dates, but yes. November 3rd and November 6th. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, Thursday Night Football, we have our New York Giants Totally and completely banged up. Sucks. Again, would have loved to see full strength team play New England to just to see it. who we are as a team and where know, we're at. I don't get NFL. Or NFL oh NFL, my I don't god! Know, so I gotta watch what you do, do after life. Now. All right, Thursday, I don't know. Thursday night don't football. Don't Thursday night football: New York Giants versus New England Patriots. Sunday night football: Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Chargers. And Monday night football: We have a division matchup. A good I good. think it is going to be a good, good game to lie, too. So yes, I you, you did. Um, Detroit Lions versus Green Bay Packers. People don't sleep on the Lions. They're like sneaky, like decent. So, yes. Uh, college football. We have some great games this weekend. Hey, yeah, um, I'm coming off my bye week, so I'm ready. For you some Alabama Alabama's up. got a big weekend. Uh, they are on our key games to watch of ranked teams playing each other. we got number six, Oklahoma, playing number 11, that Texas. Number one, Alabama versus number 24, oh, Texas. Indiana. Number 10, Penn State versus number 17, Iowa. And num- this is a great one. Number five, LSU versus number seven, Florida. So, if you are a college football fan, you got a lot of fun games to watch this weekend. Woo, I can't wait! Cause I have no plans on Saturday except for hatchet throwing at night. So, all but you're day. good. You got day Bama during the day, hatchet throwing at night. I might be a little tipsy at hatchet throwing. Get a girl, beers and I support. Bruise bruise, and Football. Thank Cheers. you guys Thank for joining you. us so much. Cheers. Please remember that we are on all your favorite podcast outlets. So listen and subscribe. Oh yeah. Literally subscribe. Listen to us. Don't be stupid. Don't yes. be uncool. Don't be uncool. Alright. I'm actually gonna end it on here first. So, oh, so you can still see us.